Welcome to the Fire Sprinkler Podcast with Chris Mogan. This episode of the Fire Sprinkler Podcast is brought to you by General Air Products. General Air Products continues to be the fire sprinkler industry's primary source for all dry and pre-action system filling needs. Whether you need compressed air, dry air, or nitrogen, General Air offers each and is the only company equipped to advise you on the pros and cons of each filling solution. General Air Products also offers a complete line of 13D residential pump and tank systems. Visit www.generalairproducts.com for more information. Hey everybody, on this episode of the Fire Sprinkler Podcast, I speak with Tyson and Jerry from The Groove Boss. The Groove Boss is a new groover that is being developed by uh, by a couple fellas in the industry. Uh, one of them actually is in the industry, the other is a mechanical engineer. They are developing a sort of handheld groover, not really handheld groover, it sits on the carriage of a rigid 300. Um, so you can go from threading to grooving kind of uh kind of in one motion take the take the dies off put the groover on you can cut die ream cut groove ream all kind of in the same uh on the same tool um check out this conversation it's a great tool it's not available yet but as soon as this product is available i will let everybody know on my instagram twitter facebook everything um i think it's a great product and i think it's going to be big in the industry when it is ready to launch if you need more information, go to www.thegrooveboss.com. And uh, thanks everybody for paying attention and following the Fire Sprinkler podcast. Without you, I would be doing the same thing, only with less subscribers. So uh, I want to thank everybody for the support. Um, if you're in the Nashville area on May 14th, 14th? May 14th for the NFSA conference. Feel free to stop by the expo. Uh, I'll be around. I'll have coasters. I'll have stickers. I'll have things. Just come and shoot the shit with me. Uh, come keep me company. Thanks, everybody, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Fire Sprinkler Podcast. We It is Easter, Easter Sunday. Uh, I am here with Tyson and Jerry from The Groove Boss. How's it going today, gentlemen? Good. Good. Thanks for having us, Chris. No problem. Thanks for coming on and talking about this uh, this this new groover that you guys are are creating. It's a very interesting idea. Um, when I first you guys reached out to me, I think it was back in January, and we've just been having kind of timing issues with getting on and and talking about it. But I think it's an awesome idea. Um, why remove your entire carriage to groove a single piece of pipe? Start things off. Why don't you guys explain where the idea came from and and why you guys are pushing this uh, this new tool to market quick? Tyson, you want yeah, me to take this one? Uh, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is all you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the relationship we have is Tyson is my nephew, and I am the sprinkler fitter. I've been doing this for 33 years, and uh, back in the day, I was doing a job alone because I had no help and I uh, was working a lot with uh, small group pipe and I had to cut and ream the pipe and then take my whole machine apart to, to groove it and I and because I was working so high I was only doing one piece at a time and it was taking me a very long time and I was very frustrated and I said uh, I couldn't believe that somebody hadn't come out with a groover that fit in the carriage just like the die head so I kind of 
took that idea and kind of drew a picture and it kind of died right there until Tyson Tyson went to school to be a mechanical engineer. So him and I were at a Christmas party, I think, or a Thanksgiving or something. And uh, we started talking about being business partners and making this tool happen. So Tyson was the uh, brains behind the outfit and I uh, just had the idea. So many, many years later, we now have a tool that works and makes it a lot easier to make a thread groove nipple uh, with very little, very little uh, disassembly and assembly for the 300. So how long ago was, how long ago did you initially have the idea? And, 2002. Uh, and how, 2002. So, yeah. so 2002, the idea was, and did it like, did you immediately get in touch with, uh, with Jerry and start kind of, kicking cans down the road and saying, why don't we do this? What do we do this? How long did it take to come up with your first prototype? So yeah, Jerry actually, it was in 2007 that Jerry approached me. And I, at that point he had that drawing and he didn't really know who to approach to actually start thinking of a design until I came around from college. I think it was after my, even my first year of college. And I said, I, I'd love to try and design something like this. Again, I'm, I'm just fresh. I'm just learning. Um, I, we had access to a machine, we took measurements and probably went through a couple different models before we actually pulled the trigger to build a prototype. But we, in 2014, after a lot of different uh, life had gotten the way a few different times, we actually pulled the trigger and made uh, some of these groovers. I think we had already gotten uh, some patent protection, some provisional patent protection at this point so that we actually were able to showed them to people because before this we weren't telling anybody because of the patent rules and nobody nobody should know when an idea is this great comes around until there's actually protection so it That's wasn't right. until then that we that we pulled so it's been now four four years that we've had a prototype that we've been putting through the ropes and we've redesigned it a few times since our first actual uh, prototypes were built what uh, yep. what were the reasons for the slight changes that you guys have there? If you guys have you guys have been kind of putting it through the ringer for the past four years, um, <clears throat> what was say one of the major uh, one of the major issues you guys noticed during the development? Uh, I would say the one of the first things we noticed. Well, the first thing we were most worried about is the is the uh, the uh, pressure on the shaft, whether or not the shaft was going to be able to handle. A freewheeling shaft like that, obviously, there's a lot of leverage against it when you're trying to push the groove into it. And the deflection of the shaft, we were concerned that wasn't it just wasn't going to make the groove without ruining the shaft. So that was our biggest thing. But when we first, our first off tool had a very basic way to apply the pressure and we had a, a, a very well-developed shaft. So I think the biggest change, because Tyson really did a good job putting together the initial tool with the shaft and the bearings that never really changed what we've been developing has been the application of the pressure for the grooving wheel that has kind of been in progress throughout for we've had a couple of different versions of that yeah and then we also had to change the location because i could only uh, replicate the rigid couplet or the rigid tool carriage so well in the computer and we actually were able to squeeze it a little bit better and actually reduce its overall footprint a little bit more to leave more room for, for the actual standard components on the carriage. And those, I would say those are the two changes that were the biggest, um, cut and weld again, 
to to kind of get it to where we wanted it to be. So, hmm. so um, you guys use a ratchet in order to get the thing. I see on your website, which is www.thegrooveboss.com, uh, you guys have some pictures of the various uh, prototypes, uh, designs, things like that. It looks like you started out with the hand crank wheel. Um, what, <laughs> that was my what idea. Just, yeah. That was your idea. What made you switch away from that? I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, I think once we the, the the wheel, I think would still work, um, mm-hmm. but it takes up more space. And we went to the ratchet because at the time everyone was using ratchets for couplings. Right. So it, we made the ratchet. So you have the ratchet in your pouch already, and you're using it for all your couplings. So we were making the 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 shaft the same as that, so that you would just basically have the tool already in your in your pouch to to make it work. Uh, it takes up less space, really. Yeah. Now what you're gonna have is guys hammering at home with an impact gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> possible. Slowly. Which slowly, is, uh, changing slowly. changing the handle really is uh is definitely open for um, you know suggestion. We can we can work with that for for any means. I know. I've had comments about uh, just just the actual ra- hand ratcheting, and it seems like the industry is going away from anything that involves a hand tool at this point. So it's kind of uh, it's it's something we'll have to work with. So mm-hmm. awesome. So right now, you guys are just you're using a standard groove right now, uh, inch and a quarter up to two inch. Do you one guys have any one inch one inch to two inch? Okay. Um, so what kind of what kind of grooves are they using? You're using a standard groove on all these things all the way from one to two inch? That's correct. Okay. Um we spoke a little bit before, um, but what are your thoughts on the uh the IGS groove that's come out now? Uh well from a professional standpoint, I think it's it's awesome. I think that, that that's the whole reason um this is exactly the same thing that I was thinking when I came up with the idea is that mm-hmm. we'd be using a lot more smaller grooved stuff and a lot less threading. It's a lot, it's a lot less messy. If we were to have a tool like this that we could use on our 300s, everybody owns a 300. So if you took or something similar to a 300, if you, if you had this tool in the back of your truck, you'd probably lean towards groove, small grooved couplings and the the industry would adjust and they would sell more of it to us and i think everything would go in that direction and i think victolic is simultaneously doing the same thing i've been thinking and they're kind of trying of course they're always trying to sell more couplings so it Mm -hmm. works for them to do it and um uh i i like our tool better because it it uses a national standard and i can buy my product from anybody instead of just one one outlet Yeah, that's true. Um, what is okay? So, on your on your machine, do you have as of right now? Do you have uh, settings for it? Can you set it so that it you know you you ratchet at home and it's at inch and a quarter. You ratchet at home and it's at inch and a half. You ratchet at home. Do you have a set dial or a set screw that you can set for the various steps? We we do like any other groover. You have to measure your groove. So you have to try your first groove. We do have a set point where we have a stopping uh, a set so that it would stop you once you lock it in. It's going to give you the same groove every time. But because, you know, sometimes you're dealing with sked 40, sometimes you're dealing with sked 10, it's not, I don't believe you could ever set it 
because it, it doesn't recognize the difference in the size of the pipe, only the thickness right. of the pipe. So the, you're always going to have to measure the groove, just like most grooves that we use. You, we're all supposed to be measuring the groove. I think the IGS system is set in a way where because it's got cogs and it does that one that one size and does it for that uh, it does it from the outside. I think they can do that, uh, but mm-hmm. I would imagine I would imagine over time tool would wear out and the groove wouldn't be the same, you know, like anything else it wears out. So mm-hmm. um, I think they I'm have assuming. a depth gauge that comes with theirs as well. You just yeah, slip okay. it over the thing. Yeah. What um, your, your carriage, um, the way it sits on the, on the, on the rigid 300, that's essentially what it's built around is the carriage on a 300. Will it fit on other rigid or other manufacturers' uh, carriage assemblies? Like, could you put that on a 535? Yes, I believe we could. I would have to check it because I the oiling system might be a little bit different, but mm-hmm. the I, I do have a 535 in my office, and, you know, and to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever put it on there to see if it does. But, uh, yeah, it, the one thing that we had to modify because there's just – not a lot of room is this groover when sold would definitely come with a, a reamer that doesn't go down it's got a different pitch and it just doesn't go down to a half inch you know for like a quarter inch pipe or whatever it's uh oh, okay it's got more of a blunt more of a blunt end to get by the bearing oh okay so it just you wouldn't have that that direct point that comes on the typical reamers that you have nowadays you would just kind of not cut it off but Shave it off, di- yeah, you'd buy the groover and it would come with a different reamer. That's all. Okay. Interesting. Now, um, yeah. the groover as well, you're able to cut, you're able to do everything else that you're able to use every other tool aside with it, other than the, the new reamer that you're going to get with it. You're able to cut and do everything else that the carriage is capable of doing with the tool installed? Uh, yeah. Everything is done the same, the same way you would thread a pipe. You would load the uh, groover on and you could cut ream and then you could groove instead of thread um, and that's it awesome so you've had same you, you've pin, been... every, yeah. yeah same pin on the groover and everything as far as the uh, same same exact size that goes on to the actual uh, die head this is uh, I'm, I'm very interested in it it's cool when I uh, when we were going back and forth talking about when we can get on and talk about it i was uh i may or may not have asked for one uh still still in the development stage but i did want to try one because it's very interesting to me i think this could uh you know it's just it's one of those things that why why can't i do this now for the amount of time that grooving has been around the amount of time that the you know the rigid 300 and your everybody in the world right now oh we got to groove a piece of pipe you got to take the carriage off you got to put it in the oiler you got to you know set the if you have the nine times out of ten the oiler sitting on a five gallon bucket you're not going to put the carriage in the oiler on a five gallon bucket so you don't dump it uh you know what i mean there's a lot of stuff <laughs> a lot of stuff involved when you're actually out on tools dealing with stuff you should be able to just you know dump it off throw the groovers on and away you go well, I highly recommend that people visit, you know, anybody interested in the tool or knowing more about it, that they interested that they uh, visit our website because on the website I made a video and the video shows just basically making the same piece of pipe the old way and making it with the with the groove boss. And 
you know, I, I chose an eight foot piece of pipe that's a thread to one end move or the other so that you could see that, you know, if you're doing it, by, you can't do it by yourself without using a tripod or a ladder. You have to, you have to have something holding the end of the pipe or you have somebody with you. When you use the Groove Boss, you don't need anybody. You just stick it back in the machine, you set the cog in the back, and you're good to go. So, you know, it, it does show the difference in the old way versus the new way. And this is definitely something that I believe is going to make a – it's just going to change the way we do things once it gets out there. Awesome. So this is somewhat of a teaser. The product is currently not available for sale yet, but it is hopefully going to be available soon-ish soonish um yes. very soonish hopefully so that i can pick one up yeah. and th start throwing it on some trucks uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh and, and hopefully based off of this podcast you guys get a lot of positive feedback from it as well um like i said i'm very interested in it um i'm kind of one of those people where new products come out i want to see them i want to use them i want to put them in my hands i want to put them on the trucks i want to see how they work i want to see if they're durable i want to you know drop it i want to carry it up a ladder i want to drop it off a man lift i want to do stuff like that to it right uh you know sorry for hurting your baby but uh <laughs> you gotta put it through, you gotta put it through the ringer right um yeah we did it we did it with the uh with the spotter levels early on that was over a year ago i got one of those spotter levels and that was that was one of those really really you know, just one of those things that everybody carries a piece of a pipe and a level, put them together. I think you guys have done okay. something in line with that where, uh, you know, I got I to gotta carry around a carriage. I got to carry around a groove. Why not just put something on my carriage? And that's yep. what you guys have done, and I like it. Cool. So what's totally. – what's, what <laughs> i hope so what <laughs> so what's next for you guys what's next on either the agenda are you guys going to keep kind of rolling out with products like this um are you guys uh like are you guys going to come up with something for larger diameter pipe down the road uh after you get this launched what's the plan for you guys uh we haven't really talked about going large uh larger diameter only because there's uh, this just is specific for two inch and up to you know down to one inch because it's it's for that rigid problem that we all have on site. It's uh, you know there's so many different groovers out there and we're in the we're really really close to closing in on our uh, patent number. It's uh, it's it's very close and it, it going through that process that that which is almost three years old at this point. Um, it's it's, enlight it's enlightening for us to see that how hard it is to get a patent because there are so many tools on the market already that use the same verbiage that you have to use to create something like this. So it's really, if it wasn't so different from everything that's on the market, I think we would have given up on it a long time ago because it's just... Mm -hmm. It, it, the government, it just made, it's very difficult. That's all. And so to say we're going to do more and try to compete against the ones that are already out there, I don't know if I'd spend the money. I don't know if I'd patent it. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite an ordeal. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we say this? Why don't we stick a pin in that? Once you launch these things and you see how many you sell in the first year, maybe that'll, uh, you know what? Maybe we should come up with more tools. Maybe this thing goes crazy. You guys, uh, <laughs> You guys are debating on buying your second island after these things sell out, and uh, you're like, you know what? Maybe that'll that'll help push yeah. us. So we can build the bridge from one island to the other, and uh, <laughs> a large diameter pipe groover might do that for us. I, 
We have asked, we have been asked that question though. So you're not the first one to ask uh, us, Chris. It's uh, I, I don't remember the sh machine numbers, but one of them accepts up to four inch pipe, and and someone had asked if this could, uh, if we had a model for that, and maybe if it, maybe if it's just as easy as scaling it up to that size, it's definitely a go. But that's mm -hmm. uh, that's something I have to sit down with, and it's not. It's not like I have access to rigid models to actually work with this stuff, so it, it takes a little bit of effort. Uh, so I have to buy a machine first, and that's a little—that's <laughs> a lot extra. So research and development gets expensive fast when you're dealing with yes. large diameter pipe tools. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So uh, Tyson and Jerry, um, www.thegrooveboss.com. Uh, what are your, uh, where can people find you on social media so they can, uh, they can learn a little bit more about you guys? Just at the groove boss, uh, for everything, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and, uh, I think that's it for right now. And then www.thegrooveboss.com and YouTube. I think there's a couple of videos there that also show uh, the groove boss working. Um, so everybody can take a look and definitely reach out, ask us any questions uh, as we go along or subscribe on the website because we'll be giving updates as we get further along in this process to let everyone know when they can actually buy one or if we do any other kind of promotional uh, you know, teaser or, or a use or some kind of, um, of more field testing with actual real products. So. Absolutely. And hopefully when the time comes that you guys send out, you give me a quick call because uh, I, yes. I will definitely <laughs> support it. I will share it. I will, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I will be posting a couple of the videos um, off the YouTube on the social media. So if you're looking for videos, check out uh, Fire Sprinkler podcast or the Groove Boss on everything. I don't think you guys have a Twitter right now. No. Okay. So Instagram, uh, Facebook for right now. Yes. And we can, uh, uh, sounds like by the end of this episode, you're going to have a Twitter account though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. I actually never, I've never been in, I've never tw uh, used Twitter. So I have to, I'll, I'll have to see about that, but uh, for sure. I, I mean, if there, if there's definitely people out there on Twitter that are using pipes and or tools like this and Hey, that's what we'll be as well yeah you might you might uh, you might be surprised you might pick up one or two three million people that uh that are, that are interested okay. in <laughs> it's just a little social media page called twitter um okay. <laughs> guys thanks for coming on this was a great conversation thanks for teaching me about your new groover and i am super pumped for you guys to launch this thank right, you very thank much you, Chris. thanks again no problem talk to you later